eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A sense of keen anticipation enveloping the Bay Arena. And it's anyone's guess who is going to come out on top. Oh! to win the Meister Charlotte now. Five points ahead at the top. This game has finished. Leverkusen three, Bayern nil. Wow, what a statement made made by Bayern Leverkusen. 3-0 over Bayern Munich. They are now five points clear on top of the table. They remain unbeaten across all competitions on the season. 31 matches, 27 wins, 44 draws. Uh, they're showing no signs of slowing down, and this was a massive test in their efforts to unseat Bayern for the title this year in the Bundesliga. I think when we spoke about this match on Friday, we all agreed that this match in particular was was going to decide the, the title. Bayer Leverkusen were nearly perfect on the day. The way that they executed this match and the game plan, I mean, it's hard. You, you can't look at anything and say they, they got this wrong. No. Charlie, what was the most impressive aspect of this win for Leverkusen for you? Well, if we remember the reverse fixture, it was back and forth. And you felt Bayern could have easily gotten the win as well as Leverkusen. You wouldn't have been shocked. But in this game, 
the fact that Harry Kane only had 18 touches <laughs> because Insane. Bayer Leverkusen absolutely controlled the tempo of this game, and in particular down the left side because Grimaldo and Incapié were able to really just play between the lines. Incapié had eight passes into the final third. Um, Grimaldo was very good at, at finding Shaka. Shaka would pu pull out into those little pockets. I was really impressed at how Leverkusen just dominated the game. Lever uh, Control. Munich, Munich had nothing. One shot. One shot, Harry Kane. One shot. 18 touches. And that's your most dangerous player. And it was, it was it, for me, it was apparent that this is the title. This is Bayer, Bayer Leverkusen's title. This win cemented the title for them. I was texting you during the game when Pavlovich and Goretzka were in the middle. They couldn't find forward passes, at least try to break lines. The midfield was completely neutralized by Bayer Leverkusen. The way that they played off the ball, and Xabi Alonso made an emphasis on how good off the ball Bayer Leverkusen was. And I think Bayern not having that clarity to think forward is, is all a testament to Bayer Leverkusen, extraordinary game uh, collectively and, and, and off, off the ball. They were so organized. It, like the times that Bayern would get close, Upamecano would step in on the right-hand side. They would really try to go for the wings, but without any success, really. Sané dropping deep and, and him trying to dribble. But I swear, I made, an, I made an active effort to count every time Pavlovich and Goretzka passed the ball forward. I mean, I don't remember a time that they did. This was a tactical masterclass by Xavi Alonso. Another one. Add another one to the list. But against the team that they absolutely needed to beat to prove they were title contenders or the title was really theirs, I don't know how you make up this five-point gap if you're Bayern Munich. But as far as I'm concerned, you mentioned his name, Grimaldo. The way, the, the way uh, Xavi Alonso used Grimaldo in this match is absolutely incredible. Have him tuck into that space. First of all, listen, we're talking about a left back who... I'm about to mention how far forward this man gets. He was free. He was so free. He this man was tucking in. But he was a free. You, but Dyer couldn't figure out if he needs to come oh. up. Goretzka couldn't figure out if he needed a pushback. Masrawi couldn't figure out if he needed to stay in tight a little bit to cover for him. Mm -hmm. This man was causing so much just absolute concern for the entire right side of Bayern Munich. Sasha Bowie looked like he was out oh, uh, on an island. There's well, nothing happening over there. The wrinkle that I loved um, that Shabi that Alonso put into to this game was playing with a false nine with Adli, who is typically a winger. Mm -hmm. Right, instead of, uh, what's his name? Uh, Borja. No, uh, uh, Schick. Absolutely incredible. So when you play with, with this false nine, now all of a sudden... You don't have to have someone who's stretching and, and being your typical hold-up player. He can drop in. He can pull outside. Fringpong was also such an influential player for the side, starting on the bench. Unbelievable. To have Fringpong come off the bench and come in and still contribute. Mm -hmm. Like, Xabi Alonso has pulled every lever, as we like to say. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but not financial. And, and not financial. Level. Tactical lever. And it works out. Liverpool, if they can, oh, get this man. This is, this is the future. I mean, he, we know what, what type of player he was, and we know what type of manager he, what he's done with this Leverkusen side, this side, this, this term. But when you look at his, his potential to get the most out of every single player, rotate the squad, change the oh tactics. Oh, my God. It was it, in, it, in a big incredible. game. The risk that he took, you, would, you saw the team sheets before the game. Mm -hmm. 
And it did seem like each manager was trying to get in the other one's head. It's like, how can I adjust to win this game? And, and you saw Xavi Alonso not only not go with Fring Pong, who was coming off an injury, trying to get back to 100%. Nonetheless, he was on the bench. He was at your disposition. It feels like Fring Pong, who's been your best right back the whole season, you play Fring Pong. He didn't. Hoffman, one of your best attacking midfielders, didn't play Hoffman. Obviously, he doesn't have uh, Boniface. Obviously, he doesn't have Kusunu. The way that he was able to adapt and mold this team to get the most out of Bayer Leverkusen in this mm. game was extraordinary. And on the other hand, Tuchel, there's so many questions to his is, decisions. Is not, not, not only the midfield, the back line but was, Sasha, I mean, his backs Sasha so Bowie, Sasha Bowie, who you recently acquired for 30 million from Galatasaray as a right back, he never played as a left back for Galatasaray. Never. And he played him at left back and he wasn't good. It, it didn't, especially when you had Stanisic on the right, who hasn't played right back for, for Bayer Leverkusen, who's on loan from his parent club, ironically enough, scores the first goal. Mm-hmm. But the matchup there, when you got a Rafa Guerrero on the bench, who is so good on the ball, does what Grimaldo does, mm-hmm. tucks in, allows for buildup, gives you a little bit more oxygen when you're under pressure, when you and can't find those attack. outlets. And, what a goal. And then, and then, no, this is the crazy part. When he subs him on, he played him at right back. When you have Maserawi, who often plays left back for the Moroccan national team. There were so many things that Thomas Tuchel didn't get right. And, and, it, and, it, and it was apparent do we think in, in the game. Do we think it's... Because part of me believes it was over-managing. It was overthinking it. Trying to play that chess game too much with Xavi Alonso. Well, no. I, I think he just got it wrong. He got it, he, yeah, he got it this wrong. This is a lot you're, of you're things to get wrong. You're playing players out of position. Yeah, there's a lot of things to get wrong for a guy who's won Champions League, who's won so many trophies, to sit here and come into presumably the biggest match of your season if you don't go forward in Champions League, and, uh, and to fail this bad? Well, and they have rough. a Champions League match this week. So mm-hmm. what does that mean for them? What is their approach? How is Tuchel approaching? Lazio hasn't been great. I think there's a massive pressure now on Tuchel to respond in the Champions League, but it does feel like with the energy that he's creating, the way that he speaks outwardly to the press, gives a lot of excuses. It, it feels like there's, he has created a narrative against him in Germany. He's not as well respected as he is in England. And it's yeah. like Champions League or bust at this point. You yeah. know what I keep thinking about with the squad? How good would Nagelsmann be as a manager? With and he was there at the game. I know. Well, you have, <laughs> Davies is a big miss. Kimmich is a big miss. Yeah. And Goretzka is not, is not, is not Bayern Munich quality if you're trying to win Champions League. That, that midfield has been weak. We questioned it before this match, and it showed mm. it's not good that's enough not for that standard. That's when you look at the rest of the lineup. Yeah, but that's it's, not an it's exact, not, I agree no, with you. But, These are big but misses. But that's on Tuchel. And, I get and it. You know, and you know what's also on Tuchel? They've got high-level quality players at every position, essentially. You should show up a little bit better than this. 3-0 is rough. And you know, you know who's taking a big drop in form? Muziala. Not his fault. I just think the setup doesn't allow Muziala to take a shot. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 